and I also I I take issue with the fact that he's made paid artists so boring. Like what we're unpaid now, interns. We You're listening to Art Pros Podcast. Listen to it and be like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because like I, you know, nothing's fucking changed. <laughs> yeah, I I watched something a moment ago, and it was. Uh, saying that we already live. Well, okay, hold on. Let me preface it by saying it was a video game pre pre review about that video game called Cyberpunk 27, 2077. Oh man, that was a mouthful. So, um, whoever's not familiar with that, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is a video game that is probably inspired. I I'm pretty sure it's inspired by directly by uh, science fiction novels about a cyberpunk genre which is a sci- science fiction type of style of writing that focuses on futuristic dystopian themes um and what was being discussed was that we were already living in that type of world albeit maybe more mild than what science fiction is writing but yeah I could I could go on for like an hour. Yeah, dude, we I could too, and I'm actually super stoked because I'm definitely in the zone. But uh, Ben is pulling up, so let's let's get him in. Let's table that. There he is. He's in the chat. He's in the chat. I feel so futuristic yeah. using Discord. I know. Me too. Oh, the man himself. What is up, Benjamin? Hey, how you going? How are you? Good. I'm doing how great, you man. Doing, man? Gage and Renz, good to hear from you. Glad to be yeah. here. With you. You're up, <laughs> you're up bright and early, man, and we're we're up in the middle of the night. Well, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little dramatic, but <laughs> not too bad. We won't, I won't keep yeah, you long. I won't bore you. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. Um, so welcome. How's back. things? Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Cool. How you been? Oh man, everything sucks. Mm. it's so yeah, difficult but you know we're hanging i'm hanging on i'm having a good time throughout that that's the, the you know that's that's as thick as you can lay it on has it been riots over there in baltimore oh, i wouldn't say that baltimore is actually uh super well behaved so i don't know if you're familiar but in in 2015 we kind of had our our protest sessions um you know where people were a little bit more aggressive than i think the american public was comfortable with but from that mm-hmm. from those moments uh, a lot of real community leadership developed and that community leadership has really been shining through like there's no uh the conversation is there uh-huh. that needs to happen and there's not any sort of like violence really going on yeah oh, i think I think that event in 2015 um, really taught the community a lot because the the emotions they were out they got out then yeah. and yeah. you know I, I think shit I it, it happened <laughs> it happened as a result of things that happened in history so that's all I can say about that but the, the, this time it was a lot more leadership as Gage was right. just saying so that's pretty cool I, all right I, uh, Gage I'm gonna cool. introduce. I'm going to introduce uh, Benjamin now, and um, first of all, you're listening to the Art Pros Podcast featuring Benjamin L.M., Australian yeah. artist, currently living in Perth, Australia. Yeah. Um, 
We will elaborate on him a little bit more, but if you would like to learn more, we have recorded an episode with him previously, so check that out so we don't repeat ourselves. Um, and that's <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And um, yeah, when I come back to America in a year, I've got to be back by September next year. Um, I'm going to okay. be moving to New, to New York, so I'll be a bit closer to you than I was before. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think New York's the place to be at this stage of the game. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. What happened to L.A.? Yeah. What, what happened to L.A.? Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, everyone likes the warm weather, but um, I think that's sort of like the place you go once you've made it, you know. Um, I'm, I haven't. So I think, I don't, I don't know. I just, I like, I like the New York, uh, I like the energy of the East Coast, you know, like it's a bit more, um, I don't know. It's a bit more happening and tougher and every day on it, you know. That makes sense to me, man. L.A. Mm. is one of those. I grew up actually in San Diego, a couple hours from L.A. Yeah. And that is the place that that it feels like just as you described. I moved to Baltimore because of what you described. So I feel you, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel oh, you. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's, a lot of people love San Diego, though. I've, I've had a couple of friends that born there, live there, never want to leave there. So, you know. Oh, shit. California's got its charms, but I think it, for now, East Coast is where it's at for me. Does the West Coast remind you of Australia? It does, yeah. And a lot of um, a lot of people that do come to Australia, they say Australia is like nineteen seventies California. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that <laughs> where, is, are, are they dissing? What is that? That's, well, it sounds like a backhanded comment. It sounds like they're dissing us, but it's because there's hardly any people here. It's it's so few people. Uh, I think that's what they're getting at more. It's more spacious, you know, more uh, open. That, you know? that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it makes it, everything. There's pros and cons for everywhere. You know, I don't think there's a perfect place. It's whatever suits you, that whatever stage of life you're at. But um, I definitely think when you come back to Australia, there's just no, hardly anyone just less people there's less stress you know everything's amplified by more people more things um but uh yeah i i i was in new york last year this time last year and i, I don't know just there's something about it's, it's like chalk and cheese the different coasts you know and uh i just <laughs> really really like it over there and so baltimore is similar it's all quite similar along Nah. That way? No. Nah. Where uh it's very Baltimore is like really very much exemplifies East Coast living, but it's not mm-hmm. nearly as uh dense in population. Like when you I, yeah. I live I moved to downtown since since we last spoke and you know, yeah. there's really not that it's not like New York where you can't no. step two feet without having to dodge someone. Like it's yeah, right. You got your own space out here. So what's very cool. It's been a while since we spoke. How are things yeah. for you, man? Yeah, good, good. I've actually got a because the galleries because of the coronavirus, COVID stuff. Uh, the galleries, some galleries are closed. So um, one from you know, this dealer from New York. She's in New York, but she also has offices in Washington and Virginia. And she she asked if I wanted to do a virtual online 
art gallery show. I'm like, never done that. Let's do it. You know, sounds good. And she, they, they're called Art Impact International. And so that's all set up. That's finished, all boxed up, ready to go. And that opens on the 7th of August online. And it goes out worldwide all at once. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, I've had well, a look at it and it looks really cool. Worldwide? Yeah. It, like it's just online. It's no, it's no real gallery. It just opens online and that's it. You can walk, you can walk into it like virtually. What do you think of those augmented reality uh, exhibitions? I mean, I know that the, the accessibility of it is a little difficult because not everyone has one of those devices, but, you know, how do you feel about that, that things? Is that like the virtual reality stuff? Yeah. Um, I've never seen an exhibition. I've done a bit of art in there. I've never seen an exhibition in there, but I can imagine that would be really cool. So, so for the for the listeners, why don't you give us a run through of how it's going to feel when we walk in on opening day on August seventh? When we walk through that virtual doorway, is it is it like are we scrolling through pictures like it's Instagram, or is it a little bit more than that? No, it's it literally looks like a real gallery. And there's only my paintings on the wall and you just use your, your pad or your mouse and you walk up to the paintings and you have a look at it like you would in a, in a real one. It's, uh, yeah, really, I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm loving the new paintings because they're different from the last lot, but I really love some technology things like that. It's really impressive how they make stuff like that. You know, I'm impressed at um, how, how, and how many things that you've you've applied your art to. Because I see it on um, platforms where you can actually print some of your designs and some of your art on products. Like, I actually, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I, I from what you showed me on your your page, I liked mm-hmm. the idea of it. I think that's a great thing for artists to go on onto and 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 support themselves yeah. with so yeah, how, yeah thanks. how many how many things do you actually have your stuff on um well there's the painting there's, there's 10 new paintings now um but as for products t-shirts home homeware stuff uh there's about there's 125 designs but each design turns into about 50 products so there's about 6000 products all up and it <laughs> it sounds a lot more labor intensive than it is you know um it's a again it's a pretty awesome software where you just you arrange it on certain things and it applies to other products and you know within a couple of hours you've got 50 new products it's it's pretty pretty cool and uh and i think it's you know it's it's just a different way to i mean to tell the truth sometimes you know i'll i've been at the point before of I want to read a book of poems, but I haven't read one that I want, so I just write one as I want it. It's no different from the clothes, you know. I thought, you know, I would I want some of the t-shirts like that. Well, you know, I want to see some products like that. So I just put my digital art onto the products and there you go. they they've gone from an idea to reality. And I I I I don't know what you guys think about your you know your own stuff some people like their own stuff some people don't like their own stuff i really i think it's important to love it i i really get off on my own stuff you know 
I think that I, I agree. I think that's important. It, you know, it, it gets easy to lose that drive um, mm-hmm. if you can't at least half the time look yourself in the mirror yeah. and be like, you know what? I like that. That's cool. Um, yeah. I, I like to say yeah, I don't. Totally. I like I like to say I don't, but secretly I do. Yeah, that's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> it adds to the drama. It, it like definitely adds to the drama. It's like when you're uh, when you're flirting with someone, you have to act like you have to act a little coy, right? You got to be a little bit mysterious. Yeah, my, I mean, my work's okay, but really, it's pretty good. But you know, yeah. um, I haven't really shown in many places. <laughs> it's kind of exclusive. Oh God, I sound like an asshole right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line isn't it it's a fine line yeah. <laughs> yeah it really is i mean the whole art thing in general it's like it, you really got to play it right because some people just totally when you say i'm an artist like they'll read it a, a, you know they have their opinions on it um yeah. you gotta not come off as an asshole but you can't be like too brooding either you know i, I think you, yeah. you've mastered it ben um so you mentioned labor intensive I'm wondering yeah. how did the process of digitizing your work kind of like how did that how how did you do that? Uh, well, I had I did all these lots. I just between shows, I sort of like you know I do other things that I can can do apart from painting, which is like books or album covers. And then I thought, what about clothes? And then I had all these prints, all these digital artworks. I did probably I don't know two hundred of them. I did them in a, you know, because there's no drying time on the iPad and you can get some really cool effects. Um, I just had all these digital artworks sitting there and very basic, simple ones. Um, again, trying to do something different that I haven't done. And then I thought, well, that would work on a dress. That would work on a, you know, cushion, on a duvet, you know. Like, so I just tried it out and, yeah, I was impressed. So, um yeah, I really got stuck into that. That was my – and I like, I like new addictions, you know what I mean? I, I think the, unhealth, the stage of unhealthy addictions is over in my life, so I just trade off healthy ones these days. <laughs> you know, I just I get a new one. This time it's digital art. This time it's clothes. You know, that's my new thing, you know, and then it's on to the next series of paintings, you know. I find that's uh, – That's great. What about the uh, – the workflow into getting ready for this virtual show. Normally, you know, people spend a lot of time art handling or touching up a painting. Mm. How did that look mm-hmm. for this virtual show? Yeah, really good. And uh, actually a lot of time is saved by not having to post them to the gallery overseas, you know. That's always a bit of a hassle. Um, you know, and you have to allow a good month for that before the show opens. So this has been really... And I'd suggest it for you guys too. It's a real new way of going and, and I hope it, you know, um, all pans out the way it seems it will because I want to do this for a while because it's, it's a totally fresh way of doing it and um, different. I mean, you can't beat, you know, you know, you can't beat a painting on the wall in front of your eyes. You can't beat that. But, um, you know, it's... There's a lot of friction in economics and money in the world, you know. You just sort of got to um, cop the punches and keep moving, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to move around and keep trying different stuff. So, I got a question, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. You're all the way on the other side of the world. 
And, you know, there's there's a million things on the news right now. It's impossible to keep track. It's impossible to know mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Is there anything mm-hmm. about Australia right now that you wish more people were talking about or more people knew about? Uh, well, I don't think we make the news much because we're so far away. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, we're same as any other times, you know, 2008 when things went bad. Um in the world economy, Australia is so far removed from everything that and we're sort of like it. We literally are an island unto ourselves and not much really affects us too bad, you know, because it's very easy. It's, it's a lot, it seems to me, my simple um, view of things is that the less people, the less problems, further away <laughs> from America and Europe, the, the less you're affected by their problems, you know. I mean, we've still got, we've got, you know, we've, our sort of hassles here, a country town stuff. You know what I mean? Like we're like a country in the in the world globe. We're like a country town. You know what I mean? But it's it's uh it's solid and it's got its own logic and it's really strong. And um, yeah, there's not much really to know. We we just carry on nothing's you know we're not never going to be a world leader but we're we're in a really good like almost like a niche you know like a solid little pocket that is really you know i mean people i've met people over the years who've moved here and they've never left they never ever leave you know they it's highly desirable place what Um, about new zealand uh i've never been there i've got a few friends from there but that's even more small even less people you know mm. uh they yeah they they have quite a few earthquakes and problems with that but um <laughs> no we 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 you know same old i mean there's the whole covid stuff still you know there's still precautions and and there's certain states that are affected like melbourne which is on the east coast is affected really badly but other states aren't as affected as badly and uh Again, it's probably again the same thing that you guys are going through in America, but small scale. In that, uh, lots of government payouts to people because they've got no work all of a sudden, and then that's putting a strain on the economy because there's no not much work, not much money coming in, not much tax money coming in, and you know the the debt's building up for all this money the government's giving out to people. So uh, yeah. The way you describe Australia reminds me of how middle America is because you said there's not a ton mm-hmm. of people out there. They're kind of mm-hmm. there doing their own thing. And they love sports. Yeah. They love oh, sports yeah. there. College football yeah. is huge in middle America. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, sports is oh, number one in Australia. Forget <laughs> forget spiritual stuff, forget art, forget music. Sport is number one here. And so everyone's been a bit, um, you know, getting a bit of cabin fever being at home because you can't even go. It's only, I don't think it's even half capacity. For a while, you could have no crowds at the sport. So they're playing to empty stadiums and, and they were like simulating the uh. crowd noise. And it, it's just too bizarre. <laughs> it's too weird, you know. It's too weird. It's too, it's, it's, I, I could not, I couldn't even watch it on TV. It was like, no, this is too weird, fake crowd noises, you know. But now they've got some people coming back and, you know, they have like 30,000 people. And so everyone's pretty happy again. <laughs> you know, what kind pretty, of, we're pretty what, easily impressed down here. <laughs> what are the uh, most popular sports out there? 
uh, Australian rules football, which is only of because <laughs> friends in America they say, well, what's it like? You know, it's like gridiron. It's, you know, everyone as soon as you say football, they think it's like soccer. It's not like either of those. It's a totally different game, and it's. It's quite hard. Full contact, no padding. Uh, use your hands and your feet. Um, uh, kicking and also handball, like your handball that you hit, that, hit with your hand. And it's very wise it's not played more in the world. I think it's it's quite a difficult game and it's quite physical. You know, you, they, they, the career lasts 10 years probably because it's really hard on their bodies, you know. But uh, that's so is the it main sport. Is is it similar to rugby? Uh, more not as um, uh, like that's real. That's that is ultimate. Like smash your body against each other, sort of thing. You know that rugby to me is like, like gridiron without the, is um, is not as you know people hitting each other with their body, but it's more it's. It's a real. It's really skillful in the, the hands and feet are always doing something, you know, and it moves really fast, you know, like rugby is very slow. So you, Dude, I'm telling you, I am looking at Google image pictures of people playing Australian rules football, yeah. and it looks like their hands are, it, it looks like they're, it looks like you're tossing a bowl of spaghetti into the air, <laughs> just yeah, limbs it everywhere. It is. It is, and it is also physical. There is, you know, tackling and all that, but um, it's the actual kicking. Like you have to kick goals, um, you know. And if you see that, it's like basically four posts at the end of the field. The big ones is six points through there. The small ones, it's one point through there. So to kick it through there when you're running on the run is quite difficult. You know what I mean? Um, different from gridiron where they're just holding it on the ground. You know, that's it's that's that's a bit of an easier kick but this is very skillful game and it just rules Australia close second here is cricket you know cricket is is dominates summer here you know wow but, um cricket's a worldwide game but I think that's part of the reason why um football Australian rules football is is so loved here because it's unique is is the field a circle Oval, oval shape, an oval. Oh my god! Yeah. Just is like, a, isn't a that how cricket I've is? Never heard of. <laughs> yes, cricket's oval too. You're right. What? Yeah, yeah. Cricket, cricket's interesting, man. No, the the yeah. Australian rules football is is also an oval. This is why I've never heard of this sport. This is incredible. Yeah, I, I see. Sorry. I I see that in my search results too. It is worth if you can ever hunt down a game like some sort of classic game to watch it just to see if you like it because you know before last year I I couldn't get into gridiron then watching it with a few friends from LA then explained the game to me and I was like hey man this is pretty good actually you know I wrote this off too early you know did you ever play it football strain rules uh, yes yeah. yep and cricket too. That, I'm watching my... highlight videos right now, man. You got me stoked. I actually oh, got it. We got it. I like sports, man. We got to play. Oh, yeah. You want to play it? Sure. Yeah, we got to sure. play it. <laughs> when, you, when, you move out, <laughs> when you move out to New York, we got to set up a game. 
Definitely. Oh, dude, this, is, this is pretty cool, man. <laughs> uh, it yeah, is cool. Here at the it is cool. Pros, we're, we're, see, America, we also like our sports. And no matter uh-huh. how hard you try, you can't get – you just can't get it out of your system. You, you love games. I think it's exacerbated yeah. by the fact that, like, you know, as an artist, you think of – you think of this pandemic you're like oh man i got all this all this time no i'm not expected anywhere i got all this time to uh yeah. to work on my art but i'm getting yeah. to, even i'm getting to the point where i'm just like damn i just want to play some basketball or something yeah yeah move around get out this yeah, is crazy i hear you they're you. dribbling they're dribbling the ball it's just like they they have some basketball in there what the heck that's right it's true whoa true. you guys have to see look this up if you are listening and if you hear my excitement right now check this out on youtube whoever's listening this is fucking and, cool and and not just dribbling the ball it's a it's an oval shaped ball it doesn't bounce straight no, you, know what I mean? you have to not. you have to angle that shit right exactly on the grass like you have to be that's a skill in in itself you know this kind of reminds me of how i felt when i first as an eight-year-old heard of quidditch (laughs) what's that that? quidditch from harry potter it's like a made-up magic sport from the okay, Harry Potter gotcha, series. Gotcha. Yeah. So in that they of, gotcha. they're riding on broomsticks, but they're also trying to score a ball by throwing it through <laughs> these hoops. There's different right. hoops on either end, and you have to throw it through the hoop. And you know you can you can hit each other to stop the ah, other person. Okay. Yes, gotcha. but but the skill required. I, I I've never ridden a broomstick. I I imagine I never will, <laughs> but it looks just as difficult as running around with an oval ball, dribbling it as people try to make contact with you to stop you from doing it. Stuff. Does it does? You're right. Because these right. people Wait, are also jumping in midair. They are in midair for a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And like I said, it's it's very to you know soccer's foot, foot game, rugby's at you know hands. You know, whereas Australian rules with feet and hands, and you know, it's very, you know, it's a whole new level of coordination going on there. You know. Oh my God! Look at the score: seventy-seven to one hundred and forty. Somebody is getting <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Holy um, cannoli! I actually, I actually love that. I love this game right now and it looks like it's the most creative version of this like contact sport you know like from yeah. that family of of gridiron football, for sure rugby yeah. it looks like super creative i yeah you guys exactly. got some art yeah oh, that's why good that's that's good the point. art right there yeah the, like dude it's like all sports in one it is it is it is you're right you're look right. at that hey, oh, all right all right over. We've, we've we've distracted as much as I love sports. We're we're a little distracted. Look, Benjamin, I have a a very serious question for you. Yeah, if you had ten million dollars to put on any sort of art situation, you know, but it has to be an event or an installation or something, what would you do with that money? Uh, a virtual reality one for sure. Something. Because I've only played around with it a little bit in there, but to do, I don't know if you guys ever used it, but it's because you're walking into a space, you can, you know, it's like you're walking through a sculpture and a painting at at once, you know, you can almost, 
you know, you can make it like a, I don't know, like it's, it's such a different experience to looking at a canvas on the wall. I would do virtual reality for sure. Would it be 100%? Would it be, like, would it be a virtual reality version of your art or do you have something in mind? Yeah. Specific? Yeah, of my art. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I, 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 that's, I'm actually just still into that now and, and trying to find out how, you know, I know how to make it, but how do you, how do you sell it? You know, that's my, that's how, ah. you know. So, but I, I kid you not, if you, if you look at it, if you actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens whereby you, it's almost going to be, and I, I think, you know, I think it's a fine line between art and gaming in there, you know what I mean? Like, because you can, you can almost make it like a game, you know? Um, so, you know, you sort of have to keep it, I don't know, it's, I don't know. There's, there's so many possibilities. I, I'd be, I'm really interested. In, I'm keen to jump into it, but like I said, it's, there's not many places doing it. It's, it's still a bit mysterious. You know, not everyone's got the, the headsets and all that, so it's still in the infant stages. But that's that's where I want to go. Have you uh, have you considered splitting the difference and doing augmented reality? Uh, what is the that... difference? So augmented what? reality is like. So virtual reality, you put on the headset, right? Mm -hmm. Augmented reality is using a some sort of device, and that that device's camera to to present an augmented reality, right? So, like, you could put, for example, using an iPhone, you could set it up where you make like a three D sculpture that you put in a place that is only visible through the iPhone. So like when someone's using uh, their phone looking at that spot, they can uh, walk around it and it's in 3D. It tends to be a, a useful alternative because it, it bridges that gap of not having a virtual reality headset. So you yes. can send, right, right. Like, like you could send the digital sculpture and someone can download it and then look at it basically in in whatever space they choose to view it or there is a there's a group of artists that did this this augmented reality project but they geotagged it so you could only see it in certain places i, I forgot what city it was but you could walk mm -hmm. around the city and you pull up their app and then when when you look at like a certain specific location you'd see the sculptures that they made wow that's totally cool man i i'd do that in a second yeah, if, That's if you cool. know how to, if you know how to do, v, like, if you know how to make the VR stuff, you can certainly mm -hmm. make augmented reality stuff. And I'll, I'll actually send you some links um, offline. Oh, sick, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd so love that. that. So, so tell me, so this is obviously like the Pokemon stuff. That's what it's famous for, right? You know, people uh, walking around the streets looking at stuff. That's yeah, not yeah, there. That's exactly what it is that you're exactly. So right how head. do? They, so tell me, how do they like? Like you say, if you put that stuff into a city where you aren't, how do you know where to put it? Like, do you say, how do you know, like, you just pick a street at random or do you, do you put it near a landmark or? So I think, you know? I think that the, the artist group that I'm thinking of put it at specific landmarks and then made that information available on like a website. But you can also, like Ikea does this, you could send the the files to people and they can look at it in, 
on any space because all it does is like the camera will read basically the plane of the floor it'll it'll find uh, that perspective and then it puts it in that space um, right yeah it's it's wow. actually it's really cool man you, and it, it's it's super straightforward like i was messing around with it actually the last time i went to new york i made a little figure and was like putting mm -hmm. it all over the place in new york so i'll send you the information i was using to play with it oh excellent i'd love to do that i'd love to try that that sounds fun and interesting it is i think it is an interesting um look into the future because uh -huh. it is i can't wrap my head around it it's it's a really interesting concept because mm -hmm. what it what it is is that the camera detects and computes what it sees and mm -hmm. through that it can actually create the object uh 3d rendered in that environment i've seen it on amazon man on amazon you can mm -hmm. look at a product and push this button that says hey we'll put it in uh, augmented reality space so you can see how it fits in your living All room right. Okay. You point your camera and you can see a fish tank or something, whatever it is. Like, uh, like to me, the one thing I saw with, uh, which is really random, was a wood planer. They they had this mm -hmm. wood planer <laughs> for augmented reality, and I guess I was able to see how big it would be on a table. But you know, I, I just right. thought it was really random. It's not on everything, so I was like, why, why this? This is so weird. So let's just say you're walking down you know, uh, a street where you know one of these things is. And if you've got your phone on looking for this one thing, will you see other things that people have put in that street from different artists? Or is it just specific to that one thing you're looking for? So it's I possible. Think, yeah, you might. I think it just depends on the platform you use. Uh, so, like, uh, for example, right. if you were to make your own, um, like, your own app with it, or reach out to someone who has a platform, you could send them the link to only find your stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, right. it's pretty, it's pretty open-ended. Um, but I'm thinking, think about this application. What if, you know, you're, you're like me, you're, you're in the mood to buy some art and you go onto some website, I don't know, benjaminlm.com where you can buy really mm -hmm. great paintings, listeners, uh, mm -hmm. benjaminlm.com. And then mm -hmm. you have all the 3D models of your paintings. And then just like that Amazon thing, see how it looks in your space. People could do that and put it up in their own house and be like, oh, man. Oh, that's this great. Gage, that's you're a millionaire. Great you're a millionaire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Cash in on that one, Gage. That's a good art, idea. That's a really good art, idea. Art Gage app. Gage <laughs> yeah. your art. Gage your art in your room. I'm sure, I'm sure someone's <laughs> already doing it. But that's just like, I mean... You know, you're interested in the VR stuff. This is a an accessible alternative that you can do with the same skills until basically everyone has a VR headset. That's that's my yeah. favorite. Yes, excellent. I'll definitely look into that. Good one. Great idea. And that is important too, you know, like it's just to see what it looks like in your space, you know, if that's where it's going to live. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've been like... My my girlfriend and I have been basically outfitting our apartment with stuff, and it would have been nice to have, you know, some augmented reality objects so I could see if my shelves really match my my drapes and stuff like that. You know, yeah, so it's, yeah. I, I think it's super effective. 
Um, totally. LIDAR. <laughs> LIDAR. Look up LIDAR, everybody. LIDAR uh, means uh, light detection and ranging. It is a method to measure distances by illuminating the target with laser light. And therefore, it can make much more accurate measurements of space with laser light. Mm-hmm. With the difference well, in you know time, but for whenever those light wavelengths return to that lidar sensor, that is the future of this technology. It is the current of this technology because the next the, the iPad, the newest iPad, has that. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Let me. Very good. Yeah. Good I, let me just say that um, I really appreciate you, Ben Benjamin. Thanks. Because, like. You hear often people will say painting's dead or like 2D art's dead. And you're someone who's standing in the face of that and being like, I still want to make paintings. I still want to have that romantic feeling. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to move with the times. I'm going to make sure that I stay current in that. And I can really, Mm -hmm. really respect that. Artists like me, Mm -hmm. I I hide my paintings away. I'm like, oh, this isn't contemporary enough. You know, what if, what if my cool, you know, 25 year old artist peers think that, um, that I'm lame because I'm not doing, I don't know, candy videos or something. I'm not. I'm not making TikToks. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But you're really trying to yeah. keep keep up with it, which is, you know, it's a it's a testament to to your resilience as an artist. Yeah, thanks, thanks. And I think you you'll get over that stage. You 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 care. You seem to you know at the start you care what people think. And then after all, you don't give a fuck. You know, and then that's when you—that's what—that's when you really get into it. That's when you really think my. There's only one opinion here. It's me. You know, there's no other opinions. There's no, you know, like people can throw them at you, but you have to. You almost have to have a like water off a duck's back. You have to take a good one or a bad one the same. In that, just let it go. You know, and just stick to your one decision, your own opinion, and that's where you really make the moves you know when you don't care anymore it's the best way i mean i, I think I've, I've said it on the i just had this other interview come out from my art dealer in arizona and it reminded me of the story about at the start like i didn't put my paintings out to because i i didn't like them you know i didn't like them i was worried about i had this whole image in my mind about what I thought people would think about them. It was the dumbest move I ever did because it, it delayed me. It's put me it's put me behind the eight ball, you know, it's put, it's wasted time. You know, and now after you get past them, I look back and I'm going, what was I worried about? They're not that bad. You know, like I didn't hadn't found my proper place yet, but um I don't really want to find my proper place. I didn't even realise that. I was so naive about myself. So I think you either make a decision to stick, you know, either stick with your style and refine it and keep it the same or have no style and keep moving around. And I, I find that suits me to keep moving around. I didn't, like I said, I didn't even know that about myself. I thought you just have to do the, keep doing the right, the same thing till you get it right. No, I, that's why to me that the, um, the most important, important powerful art movement that i've ever come across in my life isn't a group of artists it's pablo picasso he 
he's a he's a movement into unto himself because he changed so much. He was a one man army. You know, he's he's like my role model in that keep changing it. Keep changing it, keep changing it, don't worry. Let the last go. And not just him, you know. Um, I don't know if you guys know much about Australian music, but Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds are from Australia. It's the greatest thing ever uh-huh. to come out of here. Powerhouse, yep. you know. And they've done the same. They have not stopped changing since the late 70s, you know, from the birthday party till now. He, Nick, the band just does not stay in the one place for too long. You know, and you know, I I love that. I think that's the way to keep it fresh for yourself. Um, it's a way to let your um the stuff, the great stuff you've done in the past, to be on its own rather than make it yet another version of it in the present. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's forget other people's opinions. You rule. What you say goes, <laughs> and you don't have to answer to anyone. You know. Do you um? Do you have any? I, as always, I appreciate, I appreciate your your candor and your wisdom. Um, do you have any, any secret sources of inspiration? You know, everyone is like, I like th- these artists and this stuff, but sometimes people are inspired by something like the crinkles, in in a bag, or like. Like the way yeah. that a butterfly landed on them. Do you have any secret inspiration yeah. that we can make sense? Uh, I I think um, it's not even uh, it's, it's, to me. It's not even it, it's not even a visual thing. It's it's a, it's more of a spiritual thing in that everything is always right all the time, and we you know no matter how you feel, you know because we come from one place. And we go out to another, we go back to that place, and you cannot really, you can't mess it up in between. You know, everyone, like society history seems to be completely balanced between certain types of people, and you're one of them. So your place is right amongst that in this time. You know, so I think just, um, again, it's not something I see, it's just a feeling of, freedom and liberty and fearlessness and knowing that you're right all the time and knowing that you know uh everything's amazing everything's better than you think you know and you're doing better than you know and um you know really get behind yourself you know i think i think there's a lot of the i think a lot of the world is set up for you to you know, get your self-esteem from outside yourself, but I think you've got to get it from inside yourself, and that's what that's what drives me. And and that's uh, you know, even in the paintings, it's no matter. It's, you know, sometimes there's good things happening in my paintings, sometimes there's bad things happening. But those characters, whether they're doing good or bad, they're being true to who they are. So I think that's what really. So, so knowing I am what I am, then I just have to be true to that, and that's all I can do. That's all I have to do, and it's easy, and it's it's liberating, and there's nothing in the way of it. So, that energy, uh, while not seen, is is to me, it's still, it's still something that I 
that inspires me, what you're saying about the butterflies and the crinkles and that, you know, that's my thing. Beautiful. Yeah. But that is an interesting point. I, 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 um, you know, I, I, that's good to hear. I, I like hearing about other artists and how that, what gets them going, you know? Yeah. We had a, we had a guy on, um, way, way back who he found his inspiration from, he was using a, a, I think like a CV radio to like listen mm-hmm. in to, to other local, local like radio sounds and to kind of like hack the airwaves and that kind of mm-hmm. formed his entire his entire process and it's just i i, I think that wow. what people really connect with in art is is what other people are drawn to and invest their time into like even even if i may not be interested for example in like gingerbread cookies but i i find an artist who works with gingerbread cookies you can also fall in love with that with that medium that <laughs> totally Totally. <laughs> I don't like gingerbread cookies. Mm, now I've heard about it. Give me one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, I think it's good. What what amazes me is similar to what um, that, that sort of energy thing I was saying is exactly that. In it's, I think it's a credit to you that you can see that be interested in someone else's thing, even though it might be, well, that's a bit weird, man. You know, but um, <laughs> I think it's good to keep that curiosity about other people alive while at the same time they're doing their thing about gingerbread men, which is keeping their curiosity about life alive. I think it's really important to keep you, your inner child alive no matter how and what because um, it, I think that turn, rolls back the years, you know, like it shakes off the the gravity of life, you know. They definitely um they, they they give kids the short end of the stick when they, they make it seem like all you want to do is be an adult because once you get here you're just constantly thinking about how great it was to be a kid. <laughs> totally. I thought I totally. I thought I'd be I thought I'd be eating candy all night and staying up and <laughs> yeah. and, and being able to drive. Those were the three <laughs> coolest things yeah. that I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It'll tell you about taxes. <laughs> Like they mentioned taxes, but you, everyone always asks, like, why don't they teach kids really about how to do their taxes in school? But it's because <laughs> the kids won't grow up. Like, who, they're yeah. not going to grow up. If... Exactly. They're fucking kids. They're kids. Exactly. Why are you going to teach a kid taxes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Forget taxes. Wait till high school. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I hate <Have> maths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you gotta have a balance. Get them to play mm. some Australian rules football. Yeah. Run around and uh, kick, kick, run and jump. Exactly, and and I mean, jokes aside, I've I've met people in my life, you know, close or far away, home or overseas, and the ones I've found that get in the most trouble or or you know, life just sucks worse for them is the ones that aren't impressed by anything anymore. They've seen it all. They've done it all. They've tried, didn't work, so they've given up. So it's sort of like a self-protection mechanism where they they just don't try because they don't want to get hurt or they don't want to get disappointed. You know, that you're in a that's dangerous. That's danger zone right there. 
I think, um, and I think part of the thing keeping joy alive is that it might work, might not work. No biggie if it doesn't work, you know. Like, I might try different. You know, this next, these new paintings, they're rougher than my usual ones, but coming along the similar lines. The next ones that I'm going to show you in after that are going to be my first series of pop art. They might suck. I don't care. You know, I want to do it. You know, I want that joy, joyous feeling of not knowing what I'm doing. You know, it's a tricky thing valuing time because you can make more money, but you can't really make more time. That's right. Exactly. And and that's that's funny you say that because. I've I've just been I don't know why lately I've just been thinking you know like it's everything's geared you know you, everything you get told is you know you do you do that and then once you get to the end result then that's uh you know that you've achieved something yeah well done gold medal you know but there's so much in between time that you can't just say well that's nothing you know because there's so much value in that scratching around rummaging around experimental tr trial and failure, you know, like there's so much value in that time uh, which might not actually result in a product, might not actually result in money, but you're, there's something, it's keeping your your soul healthy somehow. And I really like this guy, I don't know if you guys have heard him, he's, uh, he's he comes from, he's from Russia originally and, and moved out to New Jersey when he was a kid. And uh, now he's gone from dirt poverty and being really bad at school to this really um, well well to do public speaker. His name's Gary Va Gary V, like Gary Vaynerchuk is his real name. Gary V E E, and he puts out these really like powerful like videos about just go for it. You know, his whole angle on success is totally different to um, end result and money. His whole thing is be satisfied with your work, be happy with your work, enjoy the process. And it's like, wow, man, that's like profound, you know? Simplicity you know, because, can be yeah. profound. Yeah. Don't worry about the end result. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the ride, you know? So speaking of time, I think we're approaching our final hour here, and I, I kind of had a, uh, a sneak dark horse article that I wanted to share with everybody. Uh-huh. Um, so, all right, I admit it. Before, a little bit before our interview, I, I, I wanted to do some research on art. I wanted to do some research on art in Australia so we could have some mm -hmm. topics and questions for you. And yeah. in my research, I found something interesting that doesn't right. have anything to do with art, mm -hmm. but it does have something to do with Australia. Right. And it says, this is the headline. From Fox News, it's a major news publication in America. It says, Chinese students in Australia fall victim to virtual kidnapping scams. And what, what they're, yes, what they're saying is that students are being scammed into pretending they're kidnapped so that their parents can pay millions of dollars in, in currency to whoever the hell is scamming. So they're, wow. they're, they're, they're making these students pretend they're being kidnapped and then extorting their parents out of all of this money. Damn. All right, man. <laughs> that, is, that is bizarro. 
And in this article, I actually saw one of the longest titles that I've I've ever seen. And let me see here if I can um uh find that title. Um I don't even know if we'll have enough. Okay. His uh I'm trying to navigate Discord because I put it in our thing. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. It's okay. Gage, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I actually remember um, the local college around here put out an email to to a bunch of the students because uh, this specific college has a lot of like foreign students or international students, I guess, is the PC. What? Really? Yeah, so they put out an email telling them not to like fall for this scam. Uh, I guess because I, I maybe Australia is not the only place that this is happening to. Uh, Holy to shit! Chinese students. This is the uh, first time I've ever heard staged kidnappings before. That's, I've never heard of that. This, this, right. this is getting out of control. He's, and I think, he, I think the that? grift was, um, or the scam was that that some people think that it's the students themselves following a trend to like try and extort money from like their own parents. I, I don't know if I believe that, but that's like, yeah, this whole thing is crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. No. Here's the, here's the um, official's title that was quoted in this article. They're NSW New South Wales police force, state crime commander, director, detective, chief superintendent, Darren Bennett. Police force, mm-hmm. state, crime command, director, detective, chief, superintendent. How do you even have that many titles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <a> mouthful. Good <laughs> lord. You must have the longest, like, one of those little things you have on your table, those triangular. <laughs> you must, like, edge over the side of his table. Oh, the little <laughs> nameplate? Yeah, I'm sure his nameplate <laughs> was, like, half their budget that year. It's prob- <laughs> you, you probably couldn't totally. fit it through a door. <laughs> That's the type of thing where, like, hangs off the edge of the desk. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. He's like, he, he'd be like, after I'll be like, what am I again? I can't remember. <laughs> Police force state, crime commander, director, detective, chief superintendent, Darren Bennett. And it, it's pretty messed up because I'm assuming that, I'm assuming that he's like, he at some point has been a first responder. And just imagine, like, Imagine like trying to call, be like, oh, I need to reach uh, Detective Chief Superintendent Darren Bennett. And you're like on your last breath. Like you're literally dying and you have to say this entire name. She has <laughs> nine different titles, nine totally. proper nouns. <laughs> Saying his name might be wear out your last breath. You might die sooner than planned, you know. I know of that course. this man is going to get to the bottom of this mystery <laughs> because of all of these accolades in his, before his name is even said. <laughs> and and I've, I've had it. I've actually known someone before, and they had like a fair few names. It, it just it just set yourself up for ridicule, you know. Like everyone just they're like, "You're not that special, man. Just ch- chill out, you know. Give us give us the short version." <laughs> I think director is awesome. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. You probably just leave it at Director Darren Bennett from the Police Force State Crime Command Center. <laughs> 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 He's just adding more words to it to describe. 
<laughs> anyhow, what a anyway, what was this guy? Time. What was he doing? What was he doing? I forgot. Oh man, I just got so distracted by the title. I he was just <laughs> it, it was his responsibility to uh, an- right. answer to the press and and describe what was going on. Yeah. How do you yeah, sign your text? Uh, huh? How do you sign your checks with that name? Or like do your little signature? Yeah, what is that abbreviated mm-hmm. in letters? Oh, it'd have to be something. But but if he if if all those extra titles is usually is a uh, sign that you've done some sort of study. What is this guy been studying since he was five years old or something? You know, <laughs> like. like how many years can you study for to get all these titles? You know, did he make some up? Well, I hope he's actually like ninety five. Because <laughs> you know, the millions and millions of dollars are being—that's like the most extreme way to ask for some money from your parents. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm just being facetious here. You know, I'm I'm trying to get dicey. I, I don't. I'm making light of the situation, but it's it, it, it's such a something I've never heard of. Well, how you know, far I, into the staging do they get? Like, do they do they actually hop? They you know they tie themselves up. Yeah. They, do they hop into a van? Do they actually get kidnapped at a certain point? Like, how far how far deep do you need to get in to pretend? I don't know. These pictures in this article are just um, blurred out faces with people with torn clothes or they're wearing underwear and they're tied up with a rope. And I see some bruising in some of the photos. It's it's pretty... It's it's always amazing me some of the the stunts that people pull to to get a few cheap bucks, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I mean, far out, like. Fuck man, I, I just got—I got the video game Grand Theft Auto, and I could not understand what you're saying more. Why? What? What's happened? I, I don't Grand, know. The video game Grand Theft Auto is all about stupid crimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, from the perspective of you know, uh, analyzing the criminal activity of the person seeking out these students to do this is uh yeah something else man well i mean i just think it's fucked up that these kidnappers think it's okay to outsource their kidnapping to to young chinese people that's just really messed up shouldn't you should do that is no that that's true because it's specified in in this in this article it is specified in this article that it is chinese students that are being victimized. Can't they can't just do their own kidnapping? They have to. They have to get these kids to do it for them. That's messed up. Why? Why Chinese? Yeah, exactly. And some lazy shit. Why? Why specifically China? You know, back in my day, we used to just go there and kidnap the kids ourselves. <laughs> this fucking generation, man. God, <laughs> don't be lazy and outsource it. Do it yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it's because of, co- of COVID. It's because of COVID, isn't it? Is this what they're trying to say? Because of COVID, they're trying to do it online now? Yeah. <laughs> That's Too fucked much. up, man. That Too is much, fucked up. Man. That's a hot you, take right there, everyone. That's a hot kidnappers take. are doing telework. They're working from home. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're, the, we're the worst. Uh, this is the worst. All right, all right. 
all right i think i think we've reached our hour um I'll, all right Benjamin, i want to give you a platform to plug to reference anything that you would want our listeners to go check out uh any any last any last words before we kidnap you yeah uh, <laughs> Kidnap me, uh, get some money for me, and then we'll split it. How about that? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> All right, so the new art show is with Art Impact International, and it opens on August the 7th, 2020. It's a solo 3D virtual art exhibition of all my new ones, new paintings, 10 new paintings. And the link is... Uh, artimpactinternational.org slash benjamin dash l dash m and away you go so Great. I'm pretty pumped about these new ones they look all to me never before seen never before seen no, no hot off the press fresh I'm like still it. drying paint still drying yeah, the um, Spiritual Chaos series of paintings, the new ones are about the world right now and how there's a holy war going on in the world, in the powers that be. And I always think good's going to win because we come from good and nothing to worry about. It's also, other ones are about how the similar dynamic of good versus evil happens in people and in couples. It's a personal war as well. And same thing as before, it's good needs to win. Go to good, focus on good, make sure that good defeats evil. To go further into this uh, Spiritual Chaos series, um, the series is very rough and there's a lot of tension in there because this is a truly rough time in the world and for people and just how, you know, to get to good you really have to fight for it and you're going to take some knocks along the way. I like that. Alright, Rams, good. I think it's time we sign off. Um, I'm my yet. Yeah, I'm ready. Thank Great you so to talk much, to you man. both. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Big time. As much as we have enjoyed this time engaging in discourse with our friend, and I am so honored that Benjamin has taken the time to speak to all of us and share all this insight. I hope that you all enjoyed, enjoyed our banter. I hope that you all learned something about Benjamin and lastly, we would like to thank everybody who listens to this show and um, hope and wish that you are safe. Yes. And I forgot to mention the title of the new art show. It's called Spiritual Chaos. And it's, oh, opens for, it's, it's up for three weeks. Ten Happily named. I feel it, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Right, Talk to you everybody. both soon. Yeah. Love your work. Everyone. Thanks a lot, Renz. Thanks, Gage. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> of course, of course. All right, everyone. This has been the Art Pros with Benjamin LM. Thank you. All right.
Thank you. Awesome.